Russell Hargreaves was at Twickenham yesterday morning for the England-Ireland game. He is from TalkSport. He joins the programme. And Russell, uh, chat of course now about England losing three in a row, fifth out of six teams in the Six Nations. Where to from here? It's a pretty bleak state of affairs. I'm not going to deny it, Ken. And I think the biggest concern probably is is that there are several problems. It's not as if there's one or two very obvious things that need to be sorted. There's kind of five or six things that have kind of crept up on the team. And as I kind of really think about it retrospectively over the last few weeks and months, I think that cracks have appeared. And because England were continuing to win, we kind of glossed over them. And suddenly, now that they've gone on this streak, it's really kind of coming out to bear in a fairly dramatic manner. Obviously, the breakdown is the biggest problem and the penalty count. That needs to be addressed desperately. But also kind of a listlessness and a lack of real incision in attack as well. That's been a big problem. England finished the game against Ireland well. You know, they had a large amount of ball, large amount of possession territory. They're not doing enough with the ball in the opposition 22. And that's on top of those issues where they're shipping easy tries. As I say, giving away too many penalties, particularly at breakdown time. So a huge amount to work on. When you win three out of 24 and suddenly lose three in a row, all I would say, better now than maybe in a year's time. There's still enough time till that World Cup Eddie Jones to make some changes. I had two chats with him yesterday, post-match as well as two pre-match. And Eddie's in resolute, pretty upbeat move, surprisingly, after what happened. He's taking this as a massive managerial challenge. He needs to earn his big pack salary now. This is where Eddie Jones needs to stand up and prove he's a top coach, not just for the first part of the tenure, but for the second trickier phase as well, which hasn't always been the case over his career. Russell, as I uh, read the the British press and and listen to podcasts and that from up north, a lot of a lot of people are saying, "Oh, you know, the England players, the Fords, it's been long. They had the Lions tour. They look tired mentally and tired a bit fit there as well. How come the Welsh and Irish players don't look tired?" The only slight difference is it's still a problem, mate, and it's been a problem for a while. It's the attritional nature of the Aviva Premiership. It is such a grueling competition, fourteen teams slugging it out every week, but it's got very strong strength. So very rarely can you risk not playing your full players when they are available. Even though they've made changes to the Pro 14, the old Celtic League, which has the Welsh, the Irish, the Scottish teams in it. There's been changes for European qualification to make it a fairer and tougher tournament. It's still not quite as difficult week in, week out. Everybody would admit that. The perfect example is Johnny Sexton has only played two complete 80-minute games of rugby for Leinster since the Lions Tour. Owen Farris, opposite number, have played 16 full 80-minute games for Saracen since the Lions Tour. That's just one little example. It's not an excuse, but it's a factor at play here. And some of the players were tired. They've had a very, very tough old time of it, and I think it's caught up with them. But that problem still could ruin itself. Again, you're absolutely spot on. Right, Russ, I, I think one of the problems that, that I've seen from here is obviously that they don't seem to be able to go many multiple phases hanging on to the ball because of that weird way that they're setting their rucks up now where it's so long uh, the way that it's presented that, you know, they seem to kind of throw so many guys in. If you can hold on for four tackles against England, they pretty much don't have anything more to send to you. But there was a try I saw, uh, not in this game, but in uh, last weekend's game where Elliot Daly is out on the wing waving, calling for the ball, unmarked, and Courtney Laws carries into contact and even looked out towards Daly and did it. Now, eventually the ball gets out there, but... Do you, it just seems like they're, they're over-programmed into what they are doing. Do you see a similar kind of thing when you look at them? 
I think that's a really good shout. And what I really liked about Eddie Jones' in England for the first few months, I could be the first year, year and a bit of his tenure, is the players used to take ownership out on the field. And yes, they had a programme to work from, but they were allowed to also kind of evolve in game and show that ability to play any situation on its merits. And that had been a massive problem of the previous regime under Stuart Lancaster, where, as we know, England out of the home World Cup at the group stage, his first team to do so, let's not even go there, clearly. But I just felt that that was one thing Eddie Jones had brought in with his new coaching staff, was that player ownership and that ability to adapt to situations. But I agree with you. They're looking much more turgid, much more robotic. And that, guys, is a lack of confidence as much as anything. They don't trust in their instincts anymore to go for it. They go back to the tried and trusted from training to try and batter away through this current bad streak that they're on. But it's not working clearly. Three defeats in a row, fifth out of six, as Kent rightly said, which is a shocking Six Nations, particularly when they won their opening two games. So you know what? The South Africa Tour this summer is absolutely massive. When I spoke to Eddie post-match, I said the players played their way out of your World Cup picture. And he effectively said, yes, he wouldn't say who, but there's a few players, probably some of the newer faces who come in as injury replacements, who he doesn't think have done enough. And there's four or five of us tried and trusted now, who I think will go to Japan, but will they be the central pivotal starting figures he wanted them to be? I don't think so. I think he had an idea of about a 50-50 split of experienced older players and some of his young guns. There's been a few from each of that camp over the last few weeks. He started to think, are they up to it? Are they what I need? Maybe not. But as the coach, he's got a lot of questions to answer to. And as I say, it's fascinating to see what his response is in the summer. And then, leading to you guys, of course, being the chief pinnacle opposition in a massive autumn, the autumn, almost a year before a World Cup. That's just going to be huge because we've lost a Twickenham now for the first time in over two years, two first time under Eddie Jones. And that's another stat to bear in mind here because Fortress Twickenham has been rebuilt up after that World Cup. And that's come crumbling down a tad as well on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, thanks, Russ. Appreciate that. Russell Hargreaves on Radio Sport.